Welcome to Floor Masters. I'm Anthony Moses, the owner of Simply Intricate Designs, the number one flooring contractor in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. This podcast is about flooring installation, custom showers, kitchen remodels, bath remodels, everything involved from materials to pricing to how-tos and how-not. Get your headphones, get your pen and paper, and let's get it. Hey, everybody. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Floor Masters Podcast. This is part two of the Failure Series. I brought on a really good friend of mine, uh, a, a skilled, knowledgeable person. Jeffrey Strahan. Jeff, do us a favor and uh, let everybody know uh, your company name, how they can reach out to you if you're on social media, where they can find you, your website, any of, any of that information, and just give us a background on, on what you guys do. All right. Uh, my name's Jeff Strahan. Uh, let's see. My business name is JS Installation, but I'm in the process of rebranding that to Custom Showers and Floors. Uh, right now my web address is jsinstalls.com. I'll be, uh, releasing the new web address when I get everything set up for the new business. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, jstrahan73, or, uh, you can reach out to me in the group. All of the, the the Facebook groups. Uh, I know there's a there's there's tons of Facebook groups. So you got you got to clarify which ones, <laughs> which ones. DTT, you uh, Tile Money. Uh, let's see. Uh, Floor Installers of America. I'm yeah. in a few of them. Gotcha, gotcha. So the reason I brought you on as a guest today is because I know that you do a lot of uh, repair work. Um, so I wanted to to get some insight on uh, just your perspective uh, on our region, because I know we're down south, we're in the same area. Uh, I talked to Jim Segos uh, yesterday and we were speaking, he was from the New Jersey area. so. Uh, you're gonna be the down uh-huh. south perspective on uh, just what 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 you think is going on with these failures, uh, mainly flooring. Like, give us an example of some flooring failures that you have seen in your uh, your years of installation. Uh, there's uh, tiles not sticking to the substrate. Uh, tiles not sticking to the mortar. Uh, let's see, cracks in the slab, hydrostatic pressure, excessive moisture. Uh, there's several uh, things that can cause issues, especially down here in the south. Right, and that's why I wanted. That's why I wanted you to touch on the south because I feel like our conditions are different from some people's, and uh, it's a lot of stuff that can go wrong. Um, I was, I was uh, posting, posting on. No, I was uh, scrolling on Facebook today and another guy, another one of the installers from our group that's here in Baton Rouge is installing a patio. And, you know, it's hot outside. Like, oh, yeah. Hot. So being set is is drying faster. Um, specific thin sets have to be used. So things like that are, are all coming to play for our area. Um, 
Yeah. Now you mentioned. Um, sometimes uh, you, you even got to cover up the, put something over to block the sun just to cut the heat down a few degrees. Yeah. Now you mentioned um, tile not sticking to the substrate. Uh, give give us some insight on why that happens. What's the reason for tile not sticking to well, the substrate? A lot of times, uh, prep. <laughs> you know, prep's everything. Uh, not cleaning it good, cleaning it with chemicals and not getting the chemicals off. Uh, sometimes it's just uh, substrate wasn't uh, prepared right. You know, it uh, doesn't absorb moisture as fast as it should. And all that will break a bond in tile. And then and there's then some substrates that you just can't tile to. Right, exactly. Some, no matter how much you want that paycheck, it's better to walk away. Uh, let's see. What what else did we uh did did you you mention uh hydrostatic pressure? Uh, that the tile not sticking to the mud. Stop tile not sticking. A lot to of times. Yeah, a lot of times that's just the tiles have a coat of powder on the back of it during manufacturing and shipping you got to clean them tiles if you want them to stick sometimes it's uh deep grooves in the back of the tile and you got a back butter on top of that if your thin set is not mixed right tile <laughs> exactly. yeah mixing it way too thin mixing it way too dry there's a reason they specify the amount of water in there now, uh, the hydrostatic pressure, uh, that's probably going to go over a lot of people's heads on what, what, what you mean and how that affects the tile. So touch on that for me a little bit. Well, I'm not the biggest uh, authority on hydrostatic pressure. Mm-hmm. Your boy James is probably one of the best ones for that. But uh, it's basically uh, water pressure coming up through the slab, pushing on the tiles. We've seen them tiles pop five, six feet up in the air from it. It's uh, something you got to be aware of. Now, a situation like that, that sounds like something that you have to have an eye for. Going into a job, you have to have an eye for this being a red flag. If somebody exactly. say if it was in, in a home and and they wanted you to tile it and you knew that this this could be an issue, not just anybody is going to be able to catch that. No, uh, most people probably wouldn't. Yeah, because that was over my. Uh, I was one of the people included in it, <laughs> it being over my head. That's why. <laughs> that's why I wanted you to elaborate on it. But um, yeah. It's a number of things when it comes to flooring. The first thing that the 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 huge thing that I thought about uh when it came to uh flooring failures were uh these uh heated floors. Like Yeah. If 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 that component isn't done right, that whole floor is gonna have to be ripped up. Yeah, definitely. Uh I've done a few heated floors. You know, we're in the South, so we don't do them that often here. Mm-hmm. But 
occasionally we will get the customer that wants that warm feeling under their feet. And you got to make sure it's done right. Read the directions, ask questions, talk to your sales rep. You know, uh, it's much cheaper to be embarrassed because you don't know the answer versus having to pay to replace it. Right. Now, with you um, doing uh, a number of repairs, that means that you've had to have the difficult conversation of going to somebody's home and saying, hey, look, this is this is not salvageable. It's going to have to come out. Tell us how, yeah. how, that, how, that, how that usually goes. Do people reach uh, out to you and already know that it, uh, it needs to be completely regutted? Or are they, are they uh, calling you for, for inspection pretty much to say which uh, way they need to go? A lot of times they just calling me out for just what seems to be a simple repair. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, you know, I had a good friend of mine called me. He had five tiles that were loose. He needed changed out. By the time I got done, we ended up changing out three quarters of his floor. And the uh, we finally stopped because we ran out of tiles that we had on hand to replace with. And uh, I basically told him, it's just snowballing. Every time I'd pull a tile, five, six more tiles would come loose. And, you know, they basically contractor using cheap mud mm-hmm. under the tile and substrate not being cleaned. So So what's that uh yeah. what's that response usually like when you when when it turns uh, turns from five tile to uh almost the entire job like what what's the response from the customer like at that point? Well I've been very fortunate and most of them understand I don't know if it's because of my attitude with them during the situation or what, but uh, I've never really had any major issues with the customer, you know, breaking down or mad at me for letting them know their floors were terribly bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I try not to talk about other installers' work because. I don't want nobody talking about mine. We all make mistakes. Yeah. This seems to you be know, a common I, I just common, explain the situation response. to them. What's that? I said that seems to be a common response from the installers of not wanting to bash the other contractor. Even right. if it's terrible work. Because some people just exactly. really they just really don't know. Like they may not intentionally go yeah. into it yeah. trying to uh right. get somebody. Some people really just don't know. And, you know, that will turn a customer off from you, too. Yeah. So another question. If you could give, since we're talking about flooring, um, just from, from past experiences, is, can you give me an average of what these repairs total from the, the money that they initially spent to the money that they have to uh, reinvest to, like, these projects that you've been you've been seeing is it uh um, is it a, give, can you give us an average ooh, it's tough because there's so much of a 
range there in the repairs that I end up doing. Because uh, occasionally I do have just a couple tiles to change out. You know, they uh, had bad lippage on them or something like that, and I'm fixing that, and I just charge them what my minimum charge is and take care of the problem. Okay, a well, let me ask times, this. Let me let me ask this. Uh, the ones yeah. that turn into like complete uh, complete redos. Like the ones that end up turning into like this has to be done over because it's it's just right. it's not it's not right on any any <laughs> any level. <laughs> right. Even if it's not an average, if you can give us a range, say if it's from from five to ten thousand, uh, uh, you know, something like that. Yeah, I'd say uh, material and all from walking in to walking out, they probably look in anywhere between five to fifteen, depending on what it is. And that's on yeah. top of the original investment. Exactly. And the reason I wanted you to 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 uh, give us that number is so listeners can really get an understanding of what these kind of situations will cost them. Going into a situation and having somebody do something uh, improperly and having to call somebody back out to fix it will cost you a pretty penny. It, uh, yeah, it can. So let me ask you this. Um, how often uh, after doing the inspection does the customer say, okay, Jeff, you know what? I don't want to talk to anybody else. How much is it going to cost for you to fix it? Uh, I'd say I usually land about 98% of those jobs. Uh because I sit down with the customer and I explain in detail the issue that's causing the problem, what should have been done to so the problem wouldn't happen and what needs to happen in order to get it fixed right. So you're educating the customer and, on on their next steps, on, on what exactly. they need to do and, and the reason they're seeing what they're seeing. Right. And in return, you know, when, that gets you the job. Yeah. Like I said, about 98% of the repairs. The other 2% is because it's just more than they can budget uh, to have it done. Because sometimes some of those situations, these failures can turn into such a big ticket that not everybody can afford it. Like they, they just... No. They don't know what to do because uh, say you go in and you tell them a price and if it's $15,000, they don't have $15,000 to spare to pull out and say, oh, I'm going to fix it now. Yeah. And, you know, you feel bad for them people. But at the same time, you got to make your money to survive. Right. So, you know, you charge what you got to. And like I said, occasionally... I will help somebody out. I will, you know, give them products at my cost, which it sometimes is a pretty good savings for them. Yeah. Is there any other, uh, any other, um, I guess, areas in form where you've seen failures? I know for me, right. uh, doing demos on wood or tile, I've seen plenty of situations where, you start tearing up uh, a, a floor 
and the prior uh, self-leveler is just coming up off the floor. Yeah. You know that there's yeah. not been any primer put down before self No primer, dirty floor. Yeah. I've, I've worked for stores that have uh, told me they've never sold primer for self-leveling. And I'm like, I'm not doing it without it. <laughs> you know, it says in the direction, you got to prime the floor. Yeah. And I'm not sure a lot of people really understand that uh, without the primer, your self-leveler would pretty much be floating. It might level out it, it your will. floor, but it's it's floating. It's not stuck to that substrate. No. In, 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 in the event of uh, some movement or some settlement, it's going to crack. Yeah, it will crack. Uh, when it cracks, it's a loose tile or uh, a loose floor. Yeah, or a completely <laughs> loose floor. Yeah, and, uh, you know, another thing I see a lot of times when I'm doing demo is, uh, you know, they installed backer board, but they didn't mud it. All they did was go in and screw it down, which allows movement. And this is things that that we commonly see. We commonly see yeah. that, like you said, the contractor just may not have known that you have to put mud in addition to screws. <laughs> right. So you can't bash yeah, them for not doing it. No, but... At the same time, most backer boards have that little sticker on there that have the directions that tell you to mud it. So it's, you know, you don't want to bash them, but at the same time, you're like, you know, the directions were right there. It took I mean, two minutes to read. Almost, almost all products. I don't think there's any product out there that doesn't have directions on how to use it. Right. I think, um, you know, what, every time it, I get a new product, I read the directions because that product may not be the same as what I've been using. It may require less water. It may require more prep before you can use it. Now with us being in the South, uh, settlement is something that's just like, it's, it's going to happen. Like we can't avoid it. it no. So how often are you seeing issues with cracks? Um, cracks in the substrate that's transferring to tile or uh, cracks that's, that may not have uh, transferred to the tile, but once you, once you saw it, it wasn't dealt with prior to tile being installed on top of it. Uh, I see it all the time. You know, it's one of the things where, like you said, they didn't know or could have been the contractor was like, no, we're not spending the extra money for it. But at some point, somebody's got to pay for it. Whether it's the contractor or the homeowner. The homeowner. And 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 I for for the issues with cracking, I think. Uh, and I'm gonna just speak for myself. When when I start finding out about. Uh, the need to deal with cracks. There's a lot of products out there that 
that may seem like it's a single component product. And uh, I'm going to say like Red Guard can be used as crack isolation. But right. it also has to be used with uh, a membrane. At first, right. I didn't know that. So I thought that I could just put Red Guard on a crack and it was fixed. Yeah. I see that a lot too with some people. So it's a lot of things that go into uh, these flooring projects. Like I said, yesterday uh, when I talked with um, Jim, we were talking about how important it is for showers and what all goes into it and why the cost is the cost and why 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 we uh charge what we charge but it's the same thing for flooring like it's a lot that goes into it just the knowledge of knowing what to do when faced with a situation right and these years yeah. of experience how long how long you been in the business i've uh, been in been in the industry oh uh, i'm coming up on 30 years now so you've seen a lot i've seen a lot you've had yeah, you've been I, able I to see You've been able okay. to see the transition from 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 different products and how they even uh, evolved and the the application of them. Yeah, you know there's there's been a lot of changes. You know, you know just bringing up showers. You know, everybody's doing topical waterproofing now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been a major change for showers. Yeah, now the the, the thing we talked about uh, yesterday was you could use an amazing product. But if you don't know how to use it right, it's not that good of a yeah. product. No, I'm in the middle of one right now like that. I think, uh, that is that the one that you posted uh, in the group? Yes, it is. So, all right. Even though this is not a floor situation, give us a little, give us a little backstory on that shower and what you saw that made it fail. Well, when I walked in, customer said let's go upstairs first and we looked at uh tubs around they left grout haze all over the tiles are built almost an inch off the wall you know i'm assuming they uh the framing was off and they had to build it out to uh cover the flange on the tub but uh you know that wasn't much of nothing that uh i couldn't take care of then uh they brought me to the shower and first thing I noticed was they uh, put a valve seal around the drain pipe and no drain flange at all. Oh, wow. And I'm like, you know, this is on second story. I told the customer, after the first shower, you're going to have a rainforest in the downstairs. It's uh it it was just horrible and it made me start questioning everything and the more i dug into it come to find out now i'm replacing two entire showers tubs around they uh opted not to replace the floor tile even though 75 percent of them are loose i'm sure that's because the the bill for what they (laughs) everything else they're doing is just uh past the point of acceptance and they just like you know what leave the floor we'll probably deal with it another right. time yeah so these this, these are showers 
these are showers that they've never even used. No, they it's new construction. The showers have been done for a year. You know, they're building the house over time and uh they never even had the water turned on to them yet. And you know it's already getting ready. Yeah. Now what was that conversation like? Because I would be pissed <laughs> if I was their homeowner. Actually, I was surprised the homeowner was really laid back and if they were upset, they didn't show it to me. Right. Uh, you know, now when they got by themselves or they get went home, that might have been another story. I don't know. But yeah. uh, in front of me, they were professional, polite. And every time I talked to them, super polite. Maybe because they saw you as like the savior. Like, I got to be nice to this guy because he, <laughs> he's going to be the one that's going to well, be fixing this mess. You know, and it wasn't just me that went in there and looked. I went in and looked at it at first. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I told him, hey, look, I really want to get the Fluter rep out here to look at it since it was Fluter product they used. Yeah. And uh, they, they said, sure, let him come. And when we went back out there and he looked at it he he said no they got to come out and you know that's what i told him was i'm 100 percent sure they're gonna have to come out but let's just get the rep out here and make sure he backs it up so how did they um how did they go about contacting you is if this is a new construction well were you already doing some work in I'm uh, actually friends with the guy's brother uh, and my wife's uh, preacher was out there doing some uh, trim work for him. Okay. So the only bad thing for me is the job's hour and a half drive one way. Hmm. So, oh, wow. So you, but, um, it would be even before landing the job, you called a rip out. Yeah. I I didn't know if I was going to get the job until the third meeting, which was my third trip out to the house. I think that's uh just that from 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 a contractor standpoint is is huge because that's a lot of time and energy invested in something that is not guaranteed for you. Although yeah. you got you got you got the job eventually, but there was right. nothing uh, that was sealed and deal for you to invest that much time and energy into it. No. So that can Not just until, speak that. Uh, go ahead. Actually, they gave me the go ahead to start uh, what, two, two, three days ago, I believe. And I've been dealing with it for probably three to four weeks. Okay, now look, you know, since we are uh, figuring up everything, since we are uh, touching on the showers right now, I think a good point, uh, a good question is, let's say after after tearing out a shower that's clearly failed, or not even failed, because this one didn't even, it didn't even have a chance to fail. <laughs> you just you just saw, <laughs> right. you just saw a red flag in it. Let's say you tear out a shower that's failed, or a shower that needs to be redone. Do you uh? 
like bring the customer along for uh, a flood test to say, hey, look, you can be assured that this is not going to be a problem. And then tile a shower. It's like, is that a practice for you to flood test? Because I know in our area, it's not required for us to do flood tests. Some states, they right. have to do That's, flood tests, but we don't have to. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a, 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 a extra for us. Is that something right. that you would that you would put in place to just make that customer know that there's going to be no issues once I tile the shower? Right. I well, personally, I flood test all my showers. Um, gotcha. And uh, actually, on my second trip out there, when I met the uh, sales rep, I'd actually brought everything I needed to do a flood test because I had. Even though the downstairs shower looked good, other than some hills and valleys in the floor mm-hmm. and a couple other little minor things, uh, you know, we thought we were going to be able to save that one. But after we got to really inspecting it more, we decided, you know, let's tear out the bottom row of tile and see what's behind it. Yeah. And when I started tearing it out, you know, the waterproofing stopped inch to an inch and a half above the floor. Uh, no corners, no bands, you know, if no waterproofing on the floor. From the all. pictures, it looked like they used like a quarter inch trial to set the curtain. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I'd say probably quarter by quarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and the, the thing about it is we can laugh about it because we know the difference of what needs to be used, but clearly that person didn't know. <laughs> right. And did the, did the customer um did the customer uh reveal to you how much they paid the contractor for the work? No, they haven't uh told me anything about what it cost them or anything uh i try not to get into stuff like that with the customers because even though i want to know technically it's not my business now let me ask you this because i don't know uh, i haven't done too many uh like failures i've done a few and i i didn't think to ask the question do you think it would be rude to ask a homeowner that I don't think it would be rude. Uh, I would just, it would make me feel funny asking a customer that question. Just, you know, my personal opinion, I'd feel funny asking that question, so I don't ask it. I mean, if I I I were to ask, if I were to ask somebody that question, I would have to follow it up uh, for just, it really would be for me, uh, to use as a way to educate other people. Like, I wouldn't tell their name. Right. I wouldn't tell, you know, uh, the total situation. But I would just, you know, show the difference in prices. They paid uh, yeah. $3,000, and it cost them $23,000. Right, yeah. Just you so, know, just so people can see. explain to the customer why you're asking the question, you know, if they feel like it's a, odd question you know if you explain it to them they may agree and say okay yeah sure 
I, I don't mind you using that as an example for other people so this doesn't happen to them. Right. And I don't I don't think the average homeowner would uh would mind if you explain it to them because nobody wants to get uh I I I try not to say ripped off because ripped off right. seems like it's intentional. Nobody wants to yeah. uh to come out of pocket for something that's just a waste of money. Right. Um so let's hop back to the floors for a second because I want sure. to uh touch on expansion and contraction. Now, this is one of those areas when with floor, we know uh, with with the knowledge that we have that there's only so much floor you can lay when it comes to tiling. There's only so much floor you can lay before you have to put an expansion joint, a soft joint, something that's going to allow for movement. Have you seen failures from uh that not being in a place or there not being expansion joints around a perimeter in 30 years you have yeah. seen <laughs> <laughs> i've seen a few uh you know they cut the tiles tight up to the baseboard grouted it in you know like you said no soft joints at all uh and it will cause an entire floor to pop loose it'll nice. cause them to teach you yeah those those are the videos that that you see online where it's like a ghost a ghost is just picking a tile off the floor and just popping right. up into the ceiling and it's just shattering because there has been no no room for movement. Right, you you got to allow for it. Or how about um exterior floors? As we know, uh, tile in direct sunlight is subject to some different guidelines when it comes to movement have you seen failures in that area yeah uh, i i see it all the time with uh just not customers as much as just you know walking i don't know in town or at a friend's house or something and they have tile outside and when you walk on it it you hear it crackling because it's wasn't set properly. It's probably probably it's probably a lot of commercial work that <laughs> that a lot of those figures go wrong in. Yeah. I don't think it is do you think I think we cover everything when it comes to like flooring failures. Oh no, 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 we didn't. No, we did not. Mastic <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it says for floor and I think somebody use it on the floor but that stuff never dries (laughs) and that's that's you know forever that's a crazy uh just from from a a a manufacturer standpoint because we can go into the big box stores and get see a bucket that's labeled for uh wall and floor installation I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know of any uh, thin set that is pre-mixed in a bucket <laughs> that will not fail. Am I wrong when I Me say that? Either. Have you seen any difference? I haven't seen it, but I personally don't like mastic. I don't use it for anything. So I'm, I'm 
never looking at them products at all. So, <laughs> got you. you know, if something new has come out and I'm not aware of it, that's why. Right. But I think, and, and I know I've done demos where there's, this is clearly massive. You can tell when it's thin set and when it's massive. You <laughs> oh, take yeah. a tile up. And even if it's not the whole floor, let's say it's in the closet and they they were like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to put some mastic down here. This is yeah, a no-no. Like one more bucket. Yeah, this is a no-no. Mastic does not go on your floor. It's a lot of areas mm-hmm. that mastic does not go in. But do not be led to believe that you can go buy a thin set mm-hmm. in a bucket and set your uh, entire house because you don't feel like mixing up some thin set. Right. I think we've covered all of the failures. Um, and just for just for listeners to have some takeaways, one of the main things that I heard you say, and it seems consistent because uh, Jim said it on, on part one, is once you go into these failures after doing inspections, what helps you to... Uh, to give the customer some ease is educating them on what happened and what needs to happen. And a lot of times it'll yeah. turn into uh, a sale. It'll turn into a project, uh, uh, a new project for you. Most times it will. And then and another the thing. ask you a question and you yeah. honestly don't know the answer to it, tell them. You know, be honest with them. Say, look, I don't know, but I know somebody that will. Right. And you call your sales rep and ask them. And if they don't know, they'll ask someone above them. But most times, somebody will find an answer for that customer. Yeah. And when the customer sees you going above and beyond to answer their question, it turns them toward getting you to right. do their uh, work. I think, uh, I think that will be the, the second takeaway uh, for contractors is huge to be able to contact these reps. There's a ton of information out there and there's a ton of people out there that that's what they do for a living is give you answers on their products. One, because they want you to buy more of it, but two, because <laughs> right. they have failures. They don't want their product to be viewed as one that's not good. So it's people right. that's, that's waiting for that phone call. Yeah. People will badmouth quicker than they'll praise almost any day. Right. For uh, the homeowners, I think uh, a takeaway when it comes to uh, flooring failures is same thing with showers. There is a, a lot that goes into making your project right. No situation is the same. Uh, no tile is the same. A different size exactly. tile requires a different application. You might need to have a different bag of thin set for a larger. Uh, well, we know you have to have a different bag of thin set <laughs> for a larger tile. But it's it's, right. it's it's things like this that customers they don't have the knowledge. They really don't. Some of them yeah. do. But the yeah. majority of them do not. And they look to us contractors to have the knowledge. And if we don't have it, 
they accept the work that we give them as being right. Right. So even even from the, the customer standpoint, education is key. Like we 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 uh there's it's it's we're in the, the era of information. There's information at our fingertips. But there's a lot that Which goes into it. Go ahead. Why which is why it makes no sense to me why I'm replacing two showers when the information was right there. And you know what? Just just to speak on that, I think it's different. Uh, we what we know from from being contractors that it's different in new construction. New construction is a lot of times nobody's standing over you. Nobody's there to see right. what's going on until and you're gone. That, that was the situation here. Yeah. And remodels, people are, it's, it's a lot. It, you, you always got eyes on you. Renovations, somebody's there yeah. at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day. They might, they might be there all day. <laughs> I've had them sitting there watching me from the time I get there to the time I leave. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're confident in what you're doing, it shouldn't be an issue. Right. You can teach them something in the process. Right. You know, the, the, the trick they always say is ask them to do something and they'll leave. Like, hey, you mind passing <laughs> me that towel? <laughs> uh huh. I think I think we covered uh the flooring failures and uh the reason I wanted to to have you on, like I said, to be uh the the down south uh guest is so we can see just how how similar a lot of this stuff is. Yeah. Even though we're talking about two different subjects for the most part, showers and floors, it was a lot of the same stuff that was coming from you and from Jim educating the customer, um, having, having the customer do their due diligence and, and have education their own self. And then just being able to know when you, when you're out of your league, like you said, if it's something you don't know, just say you don't know it. All right. The customer's not going to be mad that you don't know it. They're going to find out yeah. who does. So Jeff, I uh, I appreciate you being on the show. I appreciate your uh, your knowledge, your expertise, your years of 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 installation, putting in uh, this time and learning your craft the way you have. Uh, do us a favor and remind everybody of the company name, how they can reach you, and uh, I know you say you got rebranding going on. I love rebranding because that just means you're trying to be better, and you're gonna have a new shine right. to you in a uh, in a in a short period of time, but let everybody know where they can reach out to you uh, and how they can find you. Uh, they can, like I said, they can reach me in uh, most of the groups. Uh, GTP is probably the main one I'm in. Uh, my web address is jsinstalls.com. Uh, soon it will be uh, Let's see, C-S-A-F dot L-L-C. Uh, yeah. Stands for Custom Showers and Floors, L-L-C. That's right. Because, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I do it all. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I started out in carpet, and I've worked my way to showers. Right. Uh, and uh, so I'm just trying to put my business more toward the tile industry now. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty much what it's been for the last 15 years. Uh, 
yeah, just anybody has a question, hit me up. If I don't know the answer, I know someone that does. Right. Well, like I said, Jeff, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Um, and we'll, we'll stay in touch. Uh, you take it easy. Go you knock too? out, go look, go knock out those showers and, and make, make the customers happy. Or give them a peace of mind. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Right. Always the plan. Yeah. Well, you take it easy. We will stay in touch and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. I got my kids in here and they won't leave me alone. That's why you hear you two kids in the background of the song. I'ma let them rap. I'ma let them say something. They always want to play. They always want to play something. Hi, everyone. I hear music. Really? I hear music. much of a freestyle, but they said something. If you listen to this podcast and you found something of value, make sure you subscribe, make sure you like it, make sure you share it, make sure you leave us a review, make sure you rate us, and stay tuned to the Floor Masters Podcast. Yeah. You want to say something again? Say it, say it. Nothing.